<laughs> what, what you listen to? It, it, it's a podcast. Uh, a podcast. Which yeah, one? Yeah, it's a podcast. Huh? It's called. Can it's this one? It's called. Can, it, Continue uh, the conversation with Get Gepper. Gepper Tichi. Gepchichi. What is that? You have no. <laughs> what are y'all doing? No, 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 no. It's so easy. It's easy once I show you how it's done. Here, check it. I'm going to show you how. It's easy. Try. G-E-I-P-C-I spells gypsy. That's right. Come on. You can do it. You try. G-E-I-P-C-I is gypsy. Hey. That's right. Let's do it together. G-E-I. P-C-I is Gypsy. Hey, hey, hey. Y'all sounding good now. Come on, let's do that theme song together. Y'all ready? Come on, come on, come on. Let's ready to start your week with this little, little revelation. back to continue the conversation with gypsy i am gypsy james robinson your host and welcome back to the podcast as you know the year has changed over and so has our season we are now kicking off season two of continue the conversation with gypsy but before we get started let me take a moment to say thank you to everybody who took a time to listen to continue the conversation with gypsy it's been greatly received all over the world and to all of my amazing first-time guests on my first season of the show shout outs to you Dina Six, amazing producer and director, screenwriter, Vivian Gill, you go, Miss Actress and wonderful producer. I love to say thank you to Hope Cameron, um, why Supermodel has taught us all about body positivity, meaning inside and out. Emmy James, wonderful actress who is rocking the screen. And Joseph H. Johnson, keeping us on our toes with things that's happening in his life in Hollywood and Kate Valentine, the effervescent Kate Valentine and Miss Astrid. Thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all. And thank you because here we are, season two of Continue the Conversation with Gypsy. And this season, we're going to focus on the theme of life in the new Renaissance. We're going to be speaking from all walks of life, people that have made a difference in their lives and are making a difference in other people's lives and have been affected and continue to grow and have grown, especially over the last few years, as we have definitely entered into a sort of new renaissance of, of minds and people coming together. And we're in a new renaissance where we're talking about creativity and art and production and technology and science and 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 critical thinking it's awakened and here we are and that's what we're going to focus on in this season of uh season two continue the conversation with gypsy and of course we're kicking off right now it's february black history month so shout out to america for giving us black folk the shortest and coldest month of the year to celebrate thank you 
But anyway, um, I am very proud to be a Black American, to have be a part of Black history, because America is Black history. If you take a minute and you think about everything that has happened throughout this country, it has involved Black history, Black progression, Black um, lives, and we are an part of the infrastructure and the culture of America. And without it, there is no America. And so that's the celebration that we we, we focus on every day. And it seems like for, for me and maybe for a lot of people, 2020, hindsight 2020, uh, seemed like it was more than just a year of so many different reckonings. It was such a year of black and brown history. I mean, you 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 know, you think about how it got started and, and for me it was the beginning of January when Kobe Bryant. Mm. Now, I'm not that big of a basketball fan, but you know, I knew who Kobe Bryant was. Uh, first of all, he was a black man that spoke fluent Italian, so I thought that was very exciting and exciting to see, especially what he did on and off the court. And that really set the tone, you know, for, for the rest of the year when we talk about black history and 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 all of the the growth from Black Lives Matter and what that awakening was for for the country. You know, for me, I mean, there were so many events that we've experienced throughout the years that I, it's just too many for me to even begin up to bring uh, bring up. But for me, uh, being from South Georgia, near the East Coast, near where the Golden Isles are and, and St. Simons, um, right down the street where Ahmad Aubrey would have run, I would have run. You know, I was raised 60 miles from there, and I know I have been that person. That could have been me out and about, just fancy free, loving life, just trying to do your own thing, and and bam, life changes, you know? So for me, that was one of the hugest and biggest connections that I had with the Black Lives Matter protests. I mean, of course, you know, when when you think about... Um, all of the all of the instances that we we saw and we we lived through and and have been through it really brought about this new renaissance of poetry and song and and music and and life and it was and it was it's so so inspiring and i came across this one poem titled i can't breathe by the artists i say uh i found him on uh youtube and I'm going to play the to this poem for you, I Can't Breathe, um, by Isaiah. And I think this poem really, you know, sets a great image, an idea of what we all went through around the world when, when we all saw that knee on the neck. You tell me I'm free. You tell me I'm equal. You tell me I'm wanted, but our blood on your ground teaches its own sequel. I can't breathe. That badge that you wear, that code that you stand by, it's full of shh. No more cries. No more pain, no more protests. We just play in the game, that's what they say, yet we keep on dying. Mothers crying, souls are flying, government is lying. This land that we call a country is horrifying, and I can't breathe. 
Sky is lit by those flames that howl for justice But we can't fight for no justice if y'all are bloodless, gutless Man, it make me disgusted to see another black soul gone from the face of this earth You were not born racist, you were taught it. How many others? From the beginning of time, we were held down, taught to keep our head down, taught to slam that shovel into the hard ground, taught by a whip that cracks with its own sound, taught to be happy with the constant booming letdowns. They handed me my life, I looked at it and had a breakdown, cause I knew my life was doomed as soon as I take off that cap and gown. We are in a state of emergency, an emergency that needs a revival. A revival of the black boy in prison, the black boy on the street, the black girl with dreams, the black girl who's been made obsolete. America didn't get better. We just made it look better. We are still slaves. Slaves of poverty. Slaves of the media. Slaves of mental illness. Slaves of the demon that roars in the night. Slaves of a land that was stolen in broad daylight. I can't breathe. I get scared when I walk down the street. I get scared when I hear a knock at my door. I get scared when a cop passes by because I don't know if that's my final goodbye. I am the black boy broken by blue suit bullies buried by bloody bullets beaten broke because bliss bought bruises. From the beginning of time you've taken and taken and taken from those burnt sunny summer fields you've taken and taken and taken from the man trying to take care of his children you've taken and taken and taken your knee to my neck and as a wise leader once said it's not a chip on my shoulder that's your foot on my neck so if i can't breathe my black life doesn't matter i can't wait for your rose-tinted glasses of america to be shattered. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. <sighs> Powerful stuff. Powerful stuff. You know, and there's so much of this that balled up and balled up out of the out of our souls throughout this entire journey. And, and I'm hoping and I'm praying that we as a people keep this journey, this journey of, of recognizing um, the power of love and what happens when, when you band together because that was nothing, nothing but love. That's all you could have with that. And so, you know, thank you, poet, I say, uh, on YouTube, check him out, it's amazing. And, you know, and as we continue to go through, you know, hindsight 2020, COVID, duh, I, COVID-19. COVID-19 changed the world, continues to change folk. And I live right here in Los Angeles. And I tell you, I know for a fact that COVID-19, it was, uh, was an awakening of our souls to be able to, to find out a little bit more about who we are. Because I'm telling you, we sure found out a lot about who a lot of people were last year. I'm here to tell you. So uh, COVID-19 showcased a lot more of of the disparity that brown people and, 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 and poor people, you know, people that have to, 
you know, to get out there and 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 get in the trenches just to pay their bills and and work hard to have a family to to seek joy and to seek love. You know, it really showcased how we as a people have got a lot more of focusing to do. You know, it 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 showcased that we as people have to focus more on not just ourselves, but on our neighbors. And, and finding ways to make ourselves better so that our neighbors can get better. You know, that hopelessness and the, and the fear that, that permeate our, our souls as we watch and, and feel the COVID-19 pandemic embracing us in so many ways, you know, always rising to the top are, are, are women. And, you know, hindsight 2020 was full of strong and powerful women, especially, you know, women of color, women of color rising up, stand up, stand up, Stacey Abrams, shout out, what a goddess, thank you. We are all indebted to Stacey Abrams. And I can't wait till I have some coins, girls, so I can invite you out. But anywho, we have to be thankful for Stacey Abrams for helping us to be able to bring the amazing Vice President Kamala Harris to the White House. That's right. That's right. And I just want to say thank you to all you women, especially my brown sisters and mothers and aunties and aunts and and aunties and grandmas and mamas and mamas and mothers out there. You all are our backbone of the country. And I thank you, thank you, thank you. The power of women is above any that we could ever process. And this is why we are excited to have more women in their thoughts and their minds moving forward. There is a new renaissance happening. And part of that new renaissance is the power of women realizing that together they cannot fall. And knowing about strength in women Let's just say hello to the youngest poet laureate, Amanda Gorman. What a joy, what a treat that was to be able to be introduced to her. And it was my first time getting a chance to to find out who she is at the inauguration. Yes, that Amanda Gorman. But as I've looked back through her work, back in the middle of the summer, she was a part of a production um, where she did a poem entitled Fury and Faith. It was in the Bach Virtual Sea Festival, Fury and Faith. You will be told that this is not a problem, not your problem. You will be told that now is not the time for change to begin, told that we cannot win. But the point of protest isn't winning, it's holding fast to the promise of freedom, even when fast victory is not promised, meaning we cannot stand up to police if we cannot cease policing our own imagination, convincing our communities that this won't work before the work has even begun, that this can wait when we've already waited out a thousand suns. By now, we understand that white supremacy and the despair it demands are as destructive as any disease. 
So when you're told that your rage is reactionary, remember that rage is our right. It teaches us it is time to fight in the face of injustice. Not only is anger natural, but necessary because it helps carry us to our destination. Our goal has never been revenge, just restoration, not dominance, just dignity, not fear, just freedom, just justice. Whether we prevail is determined not by all the challenges that are present, but by all the change that is possible. And though we be unstoppable, if we ever feel like we might fail, if we be fatigued and frail when our fire can no longer be fueled by fury, we will be fortified by this faith found in the vow, the anthem, all Black lives matter no matter what. Black lives are worth living, worth defending, worth every struggle. We must stand up for all of us in our aims, united through protest and pain, amplifying women, the LGBTQ community, and people with disabilities, because none of us are free until all of us break our chains. We owe it to the fallen to fight, but we owe it to ourselves to never stay kneeling when the day calls us to stand. Together, we envision a land that is liberated, not lawless. We create a future that is free, not flawless. Over and over again and again, we will stride up every mountainside magnanimous and modest. We will be protected and served by a force that is honored and honest. This is more than protest. It's a promise. It's just really breathtaking. I was, I'm always mesmerized. I mean, you're hearing her, but when you watch Amanda Gorman, she is no longer just speaking words. She is, she's dancing all over the place. It is just like watching this complete production. It's amazing. Amazing. And speaking of amazing, speaking of history, Speaking of black history, speaking of hindsight 2020, you know, when, when the John Lewis decided it was time to leave this place and his soul took off, I felt it. I being from South Georgia, little small town in South, South uh, East Georgia called the, in the great Okefenokee, that's right. Y'all know what that is. I was never really taught much about politics. I wasn't raised in a house where we even had those conversations. I was raised by my grandparents who were born in the early 1900s. And uh, what I learned about had a whole different side of politics. That's a whole nother show. But the one thing that I have always known and always recognized was John Lewis. I may not have known his name. I may not have known who he was, but I knew that that man, when I saw his face, I knew that he was that man that got beat up on that bridge so that I could have some rights. I may not even know what the rights was, what the rights were, but I could tell you, I knew who John Lewis was. And when John Lewis passed away, it really opened up even more of our, our consciousness about we've got, 
We've got some work to do here. We're losing all of these great angels and battlers that have been fighting for us and, and they must be tired. I'm in my early 50s and I'm tired. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> it's like re re reliving the lives that so many had to go through just to get us here to 2021. It's just it's just breathtaking. You know, my grandfather was born in the early 1900s in, 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 in the South, in Georgia, and, and he married a, a, a very young uh, lady in the same area. He was very, as they called him, high yellow, you know, very tall, skinny, pretty. They would have, they would have called him a pretty Negro. Uh, <laughs> pretty, yeah, he was a house Negro, as they would have called him. Um, and so he had jobs that got him in places that other people didn't, couldn't get into, you know, and it also helped that he had personality and charm and, you know, and, and, you know, blue gray eyes on, uh, that beautiful skin of his. And then there was my hardworking grandmother, just as, just as hardest working woman that you'd ever, ever know. And it was the fact that they lived and they worked and they, and they lived a life that I could only imagine gets them to survival, to being in their late 90s before they decided the time was up, <laughs> you know? And it's just so crazy because it's those days and those thoughts of, of those lives where, where my grandfather was, was doing prohibition. He's told me so many stories and, oh, if I could just have him here today to just sit down and have a conversation. Oh, the questions. Oh, the questions I would ask. We have to remember that these questions that we get, that we have now, if you can speak to your folk, find out. Get those answers, because I certainly went on a journey speaking to Black history the beginning of last year to find my family, to find a lot more about who I am and where I came from. You see, my, uh, my mother uh, and my father split up when I was very young, and so I was raised with my mother's side of the family. And that was not the Robinsons, that was the Holly, that was John and Maddie Pearl Holly. And, but you know, I set out to find out more about who I am. I did all of the, 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 the DNA tests and I got a leaf. And in that leaf, I got a chance to meet my cousin on the Robinson side. Shout out to cousin Nene. Um, who was able to be, let me know that she's one of the record keepers of the family. And boop, there it was. That was right after my birthday when I turned 51. And I said to myself, this is going to be something great. And ever since then, my entire life has changed. It's as if it's this place uh, had this big hole in it is now just full of life and breath. You know, and, and I think about, you know, being separated and, and kept from from that part of my history and my life. And now I am just enthralled, thrilled with, with, with the fact that they took me in. They were so happy to see me. They had been looking for me for years and years and wanted to know more and more and more about the family. And it was just an amazing thing to happen. And I am very, very grateful. That's my shout out to the Pastor James and Sister Beulah May Robinson out of Jackson, Mississippi. As I've gone through and, and this year and, and one of the songs that I wrote, which reminds me of my ancestors and, and makes me think about all of their journeys, 
uh, I'm going to play for you. It's one that I wrote and, and recorded, and the title of the song is Ghost. The other day, thought I saw your face today. Thought I saw a ghost just the other day. Thought I felt a ghost today. And I wondered how a ghost felt. Wondered if a ghost could feel I wondered if a ghost feels pain When they walk through walls When they walk through The other day, thought I heard you crying today. Didn't know what to say. If a ghost could feel I wondered if a ghost feels pain When they walk through walls When they walk through
favorite poem, Invictus. Out of the night that covers me, black as a pit from pole to pole, I think whatever God may be for my unconquerable soul. In the fell clutches of circumstance, I have not winced nor cried aloud. Under the bludgeonings of chance, my, my head is bloody, but unbowed. Beyond this place of wrath and tears looms but the horror of the shade. And yet menace of the years finds and shall find me unafraid. It, it matters not how straight the gate, how charged with punishment the scroll. I'm the master of my fate. I'm the captive of my soul. John Lewis was my hero, my friend. Let's honor him by getting in good trouble. Let's get in good trouble. Yes, that was 12-year-old Tybra Fall reciting Invictus, uh, remembering John Lewis at his funeral. You know, that's going to do it for me. But I just want to tell you all that there is a new beginning happening in the world today. And it depends on which side you want to be on. And I'm betting on and I'm fighting for and I'm looking for and I'm striving to be on that side. That is the side of love, the side of joy. And I know that we will one day be able to get together and go over and have a potluck. Oh my God. Uh, or a barbecue. Oh, a barbecue. I can't, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. So, you know, one of the things that we have to do is to persevere, stay healthy, stay alive, check on your neighbors, love yourself, okay? Love yourself and love to create and create with love, you know? All three of those things are what are needed in this world today. And, and before I let you go, I want us all to think about that time when we can get together and go on a vacation you know a vacation is something that i can't wait to get and i wrote this song called a voyage of love because i think it's something a song that everyone can all get a little kick out of here is Voyage of love to get ready to take you home. Grab your grab your margarita, grab your glass of wine, grab your partner, grab your friend, grab your dog, grab your sweet iced tea, and come with me. And your sweet iced tea. your bags i have a surprise we're going away we're going away i cleared it with work they said it was okay to take you on a voyage of love first stop on the list laguna We'll run naked along the seashore 
take a swim in the nearby bay Where turtles and dolphins play Then we'll catch a wave back to land We make love in the sand Won't that be grand Making love in the soft sand Then we'll sail away On a sapphire blue Ocean of love Clouds change shapes up above Set our sails to follow the sunset In the west, caviar and champagne Nothing but the best Batten down the hatches And prepare for a bumpy ride On the sea of ecstasy We just lie And once we've gone as far As the eye can see Next stop for us The star do it for me here on continue the conversation with gypsy i hope y'all had a great time hanging out with me talking a little bit about black history american history my history your history uh, i had a great time and i want you to stay tuned next week we've got up on deck one of the most talented renaissance men that i know today not only is he a family man he's doing things like acting writing video voiceovers and things. That's Bradley Snedeker. He'll be right here with me to talk to me a little bit about what's going on in his life. So listen, just remember these fantastic three things. Create with love. Love to create. Love yourself and the world will be a much better place. That's right, I said it. The world will be a much better place. And y'all going out there and find some kind of way to love yourself and love your neighbors. Peace, love, and hair grease. I'm out. Best way to start your week is with